This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, like a firebird from the flames, it's Mitch Doyle. Good day, everybody. And the big bomber himself, Dale Roots. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was us passing the two mics. We yeah, didn't we, know we which bat- one to give him. We yeah. over, over-provided. Oversupply of mics. Don't and even know what the, to do. Well, I'm the new NRL economist since the handle is now free. Oh, and that is an oversupply of we're talking about there of, pod, of microphones. Oh, because the demand was one microphone, yeah. and we gave him two, two microphones. Yes, yeah, it's a hundred percent surplus. There we go. Exactly. Look, look, look at us using now. big words. <laughs> Dale, did you just pick up the not plugged in microphone and try to talk into it? He's doing it right now. They can't hear you. It's a third world microphone over there. That's it, mate. And it's Would you like to talk into the working microphone? Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure people listening to the podcast would like that, but here I am. Hello again. Thank you for having me on my own show. Yes, it's good good of you to be here. Um, And so this will be the third of uh, this latest batch of podcasts that we are recording for you. Again, shout out to Damon Berg for lending us this new mixer after our old one blew up last week. Um, And yeah, so Mitchell, what is this podcast all about? So we're going to do a podcast, and we're meaning to do this one for a little while, but I guess it, the timing felt pretty good considering there's been four bids now. We're going to talk about expansion rugby league, but more specifically about the four te- Brisbane teams that are now bidding for expansion in, in likely 2023. Um, if you don't know already, but it's pretty much set in stone that the next expansion team will be a Brisbane team. Peter Landis has confirmed it more, on more than one occasion, but pretty much put it in concrete on 100% footy. This week, so I guess the timing is good. But I thought before we did that, we may as well have a quick chat also about the previous expansion teams and how they've gone. I don't know if you guys are you ready to do that. We may as well talk about from like the nineteen eighties. Absolutely, team. So let's go chronologically. Expansion team. So the first one, the Canberra Raiders, nineteen eighty two expansion team, uh, made the finals twenty one times, and won three premierships. Again, last year's grand final, pretty good expansion team. Or Canberra Raiders, for those who didn't know. They were they were very good for a time. And but, um, and obviously, like in 82, you also had uh, the Steelers come in. So that was kind of a contrast in, in fortunes, for want of a word. But they were both country, obviously country teams. They were both non-Sydney teams, and they fulfilled different areas. Illawarra, obviously a huge nursery for rugby league, and Canberra s- sort of looked after the, the southwest of New South Wales. And they kind of paved the way for rugby league expansion. And, you know, obviously, you know, rugby league was still happening in Queensland when it was happening yes. in Sydney, but in t- and turning the New South Rugby League into a larger competition, yeah. the Raiders paved that way, being a success. I mean, the Steelers came in the same year, as you said, went to 98 until they had to merge, and they uh, won, made, sorry, made the finals twice. They nearly, if I remember correctly, in 94, they lost the prelim to the Raiders. If, mm. I rem- if I remember off the top of my head. But, yeah. I mean, they produced some great players. They did. They've been Mary McGregor. They, 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 you know, there were some great players that came from the Illawarra, even before there was the Steelers. But, yeah, not a not a particularly successful team. Yep. Okay, other teams that joined shortly after the Broncos and the Knights joined in 1998. And bro- obviously, both of them extremely successful. Yeah. The Broncos, 27 finals appearances. Maybe it's... Well, maybe I'm a year behind on these numbers. Whatever. It's fine. The thing was 28 now. Um... And the Knights also 13 finals appearances. So I think earlier what I said for the Raiders is another finals appearance. Six premierships for the Broncos, two for the Knights, and two of the teams that kind of typified rugby league in the 90s along with the Raiders. This is the team that 
put the Intel Rugby League versus Super League kind of thing on the map in terms of we still talk about them like that. Yeah. So, so far early in Rugby League days, expansion equals good. And not just expansion equals good, but like those two teams were almost straight off the bat quality. They were. Like the Brisbane had success previously with the combined Brisbane team playing in the Amco Cup. And obviously they had the Queensland Cup, which we will probably one day do a podcast on. Um, but like footy, we we Sydney siders forget that footy existed in Queensland since 1908. Yeah. Like that there were teams up there to begin with. Are the, we sure Brisbane have been a net gain to the NRL? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other 1988 team, little less fortunate, the Gold Coast Chargers, made the finals once. Sick jerseys though. Yeah, well, yeah, I did. Wally Lewis did play for them, and so did uh, Mark. I saw a guy at Henson so. last year with that green and purple home hardware Gold Coast jersey, and I was like, I want to barter with him to buy that. Hard to buy them now, isn't it? Honestly, that jersey is probably worth a few hundred bucks. That um, that reminds me, I was at the when I was at the Perth Nines. I remember being a, a kid at stadiums like you mentioned in there, being a kid in the you know early thousands or whatever. And you see this old jersey in the stadium, and you go like, Dad, who the hell is that team? What the hell is that jersey? At the Perth Nines, I was wearing the Broncos Diamonds jersey and local Perth kids walked up to me and asked me who the hell that jersey was. Oof. And I was, oh no, I am now the old man. <laughs> I'm now dad. I, I'm now oh, the old no. man at the footy. <laughs> like, What's that jersey? That's, obviously, a G, that's a Newtown jersey. Because obviously the logo is different as well. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. Kids these days, huh? how about them? Um, other expansion teams in 95, another good year of expansion. They A lot of teams came in obviously with the ARL Super League mergers and similar, sorry, split and mergers. The New Zealand Warriors came in '95. Been a great, you know, as you know, been probably a net win for for the league. Even though a lot of people like to argue their wasted potential. Agreed. North Queensland Cowboys, who were a disastrous team for a decade or so, until they made the finals, and uh, have been another great bit of expansion. But the other less fortunate expansion side, this is what we'll probably be readdressing essentially, is the other Brisbane team, South Queensland Crushers, in there from '95 to 1997. Not great. Mm. Also. Western Reds. Yeah, but it's the last one. Also yeah, added yeah. in, not crash hot. And then the, the last bunch of the good exp- expansion teams, Hunter Mariners in 97 to 97, <laughs> the Rams in 97 to 98, and then the Storm 98 to present. And I think that the toughest thing about those teams is like, just we all know what they were tied in with. It, it, you know, kind of, it hurt the game overall over expanding like that. But all those teams, you know, Western Australia, Adelaide, would have been great for the game long term to oh, have them. Yeah. But it's kind of like, we've been scared by that failure that, we don't even really look down. Like Perth, we start sending more games there, but that, like how they might be considered for the next expansion, I don't know. But it seems to make sense to me. And I guess those failed, uh, those failed clubs have heard it. Mm. I mean, the last, the last true expansion team, and I use that word "true" loosely, but the last true expansion team was the Titans, and that was, mm. of course they were in the you know the the deathly hallows of sport. On the Gold Coast, where dreams go to die, yeah. But like, I think maybe we as NRL fans have seen how poor they have been in not wearing, winning or going even close to a premiership in the fourteen years of their existence, and kind of been like, well, should we have any? Is there well, any, are there any more good footy players? Well, the, the, my my point of bringing up all those old teams though is just to show that like we've only had one expansion since in two thousand and seven to now with the Titans, but that was in sixteen years. That was twelve new clubs. It was like overdone, but it's like and rugby league is due for expansion. We need like the talent will arise. The talent is there, you know. Anyways, it not that we can get any more. There's so many t- terrible teams out anyway. Like even though I'm saying talent's there, there, there is talent out there that can play first grade. We're due a, a new team. 
And uh, apparently we're getting a new team in Brisbane. Yeah. Titans made, the, Titans made a prelim once and got the brakes beat off them by the Roosters, but they still, they, yeah. they were there. They were good in 2009. Matt Rogers, Scott Prince, they were fun for a couple of years there. I mean, obviously the latest iterations have not been so much fun, but... Yeah, the 2010, they were one of the two teams that had beaten the grand finalists and yeah. they got for, during the season, but they obviously got uh, towed. Yeah, they uh, they had a very limited window, but it was a nice little window they had. There. Well, they were the favourites going into that game with the yeah, rest of two in 2010. Yeah, they killed. They got killed. And yet, obviously, it hasn't been a, a, a roaring success to Gold Coast Titans in the last few years is, are no different. But And and they probably make people wi- worry about the next Brisbane team. But it's one of those things, if you get the clubs right, no matter where they are, people will come. Uh, that's one of the points I'm going to touch on with when we do these four Brisbane teams. We will talk about geography a lot, but in the end, it doesn't actually it doesn't bloody matter if the team does well. Fans will turn up and support in Australia. That's what it is. Like, it doesn't really matter. But what matters is uh, the quality of the bid in general. So there's four bids, and everyone's heard of all the bids. Well, you should have. If you haven't, it's the Brisbane Bombers have been around since. On your link, fire up, champ. They're around since 2011. The Brisbane Bombers, I think they bid to be an expansion team in 2013 as well. The Brisbane Bombers, the Redcliffe Dol- Dolphins out of reserve grade in Queensland Cup, been around for a long time. Uh, the Brisbane Firehawks, which is the East Tigers bid for first grade. And Awful. Western Corridor bid from there, which is kind of Ipswich bid, but it's not actually Ipswich's bid. It's just the Western Corridor in Brisbane, based out of Ipswich, and it hasn't got a name yet. So we'll touch on first... The Brisbane Bombers. So the Bombers had their first bid. I'm writing that 2013. They bid to enter the NRL. They um, they had well, they just another Brisbane team at that point. They had the name the Bombers and have stuck with the Bombers through the last you know seven or so years. Really setting on it and have in quotes from their CEO saying things about it's not just about planes dropping bombs. Think about Top Gun. Old school with these planes. War wasn't the reason for it. It was the same when the Broncos came out. People said it was an American horse and they should have been the Brumbies. Now they're one of the most popular brands in the country. He's missing the elephant in the room with that, which is that one of the most storied and historic AFL teams is called the Bombers. It would be like if... Like I saw someone tweet this. It would have been like if when the Gold Coast Suns came in, they called them the Gold Coast Rabbitohs. Yes. Like it's, 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 it's ridiculous. And it's very hard to create all that emotive connection when you don't have players, a game, that experience, and, and all as a name. And he says, don't get why people are critical and, I, and you don't take offense. I just say, give us opportunity to showcase and hopefully we can turn a few heads. But my first concern, as you said, it's another team's name in this country. And it's, and it's a unique name. He's true about that. And he wants a unique name. And, and, but yeah, as you said, another team called, called the Rabbitohs. Or willing, like, you know, willing to be another Magpies. Yeah. Or just call this could be called the Brisbane Collingwoods. Yeah. Like the Bombers is a terrible name. And then they've done the same thing. Why is every other Queensland team blue? Their colours are the same as the Titans right now, blue and yellow. I don't get it. They are the city colours of Brisbane. Yeah, I know, but like I get I know yeah. I know that right. I know they're city colours of Brisbane. But we'll like they could be Parramatta's colour. They could go with like you wear all yellow or you wear all White, but with white, mm. white and blue, like Leeds colours. Sorry, I don't know the answer why. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. obviously the Firehawks, the other ones, touch on those colours and saying like, but why do you have to be the city's goddamn colours? Correct. Why? Correct answer. The Bombers has got nothing to do with Brisbane, but oh, the Brisbane colours better put them there because no one walking around Brisbane feels like those are the city colours anymore yeah. either. Yeah. Anyway, more from them. So Brisbane Bombers on paper, they're actually probably put the best bid together outside of the name on paper. They've uh, they believe they've got a financially sustainable business. 
They've got guys like uh, Billy Moore and Scott Sattler behind them. Obviously, former uh, Broncos and Queensland greats. Sorry, not Broncos greats. Queensland greats. Um, also, they uh, are promising opportunities for increased revenue and broadcast. Obviously, that's going to be there. Commercial sustainability. I believe there'll be a local derby with the Broncos, which would be great for there. Uh, and community engagement they're promising, all the good things, all the buzzwords they're promising up there. But it's really hard for me to get behind the Bombers as a bid because like, it really does feel like, and I don't know, I said earlier, anyone, any new team, if they're, succe- if they're successful, t- people will follow them. Out of all the bids, they feel the most like, hey, we're just the other Brisbane team. Like, oh yeah, look, there's the Broncos, but we're, just, we're the other one, but support us. And they haven't given me enough of a dif- differentiation as a reason why I should support them. And I'm not obviously guys like myself aren't changing teams, but looking to scoop up other other fans in in Brisbane. And it couldn't be a better time for Brisbane expansion really either because of the Broncos floundering and the Titans floundering. But I don't know about you guys, but this doesn't appeal to me the Bombers, what they are, and just being the other team in Brisbane. Yeah, it's. I don't think they have to come up with a name that's you know uniquely Brisbane, but you yeah. just can't. I just think you're dead on arrival if you come in with a name like that. And I know it's dumb to, like, but, like, and, you know, you shouldn't just dismiss the strength of a bid based on the team name they chose, because, as you said, apart from that, it's probably the strongest bid. But, like, that matters to a lot of people. Like, people, just at the base level, when, like, news organizations report about the bombers, like, you're not immediately going to know what team they're talking about. That's it. 100%. And I understand it with teams that existed 100 years ago. Yes, there was a Balmain Tigers and a Richmond Tigers. Yes, there was a Western Suburbs Magpies and a Collingwood Magpies. That happens. But also, those happened 100 years ago. Professional era. Yeah. In the professional era, that would it just wouldn't happen. It's it's Yeah. It's a, oh, I've got my expansion NFL team in Houston, the 76ers. Yeah. <laughs> the Houston 76ers. Get behind them, fellas. Yeah. It's like, no. No. The Jacksonville Jaguars, not the Jacksonville Bulls. Yeah. The, remember the Bulls guys? Well, yeah. We're gonna, the bu- different color though. We're gonna be we're gonna do the blue ball. Yeah, and the, the the ones that overlap in American sports are like the New York Giants and the San Francisco Giants, who are both like quite old teams. Yes, this is professional era. Like those things happen because it, it's that wasn't professional era stuff or not as professional. You can't have the bombers. You can't, and the logo looks terrible. It looks like again you googled generic bombers logo. Mm. It looks like a Top Gun logo. The the Essendon bombers logo at least is kind of iconic. You know, this is a generic looking garbage. And, and, it's I, like, and I mean, like, the point that you make about other team names, like Essendon and stuff like that. Like, I know that there's the, the RAF based link with with Brisbane, but, like, th- th- when when these teams were named, like Balmain, for example, they didn't, they weren't the Balmain Tigers. They were just called Balmain. Same mm. with Essendon. They were just Essendon. Like, Carlton, for example, from, from memory, like, they were Navy Blue. They were called the Navy Blues. They, just because. That was their nickname. They didn't come out with that nickname. I don't know. That's a very Americanized thing mm. for us to to do. But like, that's the way it is now. Back in those days, sorry, back in those days, the, like St George were just St George. They weren't the Dragons. They were called the Dragon Slayers for a number of years until they kind of adopted a nickname. Yeah, but and again, as you mentioned, the Bombers is such like an Essendon Bombers name. Magpies or Tigers has been thrown around in sports all over the place. It may as well be like calling the next AFL team the Gold Coast Storm. Like yeah. that only exists there. I've never heard any other team ever called the Storm. It's that it's their name, and that's like it's really weird how their the CEO Nick Livermore is really really tripling down on the name. Because if that's what you got told, hey, change your name, or you're not getting a bid. It feels like you might, you might go. You know what? We ain't changing the name. <laughs> it's like what? Like it's it is but by far can't the worst. You just part come about up it. with another. Like can't they just be like the Brisbane Spitfires or something? Like it's not perfect, but it's another sort of aviation themed name that doesn't already exist. Yeah, it's not the Bombers. 
I don't know. That. Okay. Weird, weird timing though. RCB Sharks has just tweeted me and said, the Arizona Diamondbacks have a mascot, but it's not a snake. It's a bobcat. What gives? I mean, in fairness, an anthropomorphized snake would be terrifying. The Brisbane Diamondbacks. Yeah. There's a, te- there's a thing not done. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Well, it's like... Uh, like the Vegas Golden Knights, they have a, a, a they have a go- they have two, they have a knight and then they have a, an iguana thingy. Yeah, uh, Diamondbacks, lock it in. The Brisbane Sydney FCs, we're taking more names <laughs> by the teams. The, the Brisbane Victory. Yeah, it's like that's like I mean, they're comparing. I know the Broncos is an Americanized name, and it still it still gets shit for that. But again, I didn't just take it from another team. The uh, Brisbane Waratahs, do that, idiots. So the other probably next potential strongest bid. We've all heard of this bit. This is, feels like it's been simmering forever. The Redcliffe Dolphins. I mean, of, of, of Gold Coast Dolphins fame in terms of they got in the way of, the, of Gold Coast having that name in, in the NRL. And they are, they are representing Moreton Bay and Redcliffe area with a peninsula north of Queens, north of Brisbane. Uh, it, one of, and they've all said the same thing. Every single bid says this. Even though we're from X, we want to rep- represent Y. They want to represent all of Brisbane, the rest of Brisbane. But People who have never been to Brisbane are like, but isn't Brisbane on the coast? Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean, dolphins? I don't understand. Yeah, um, the reason it's called the River City. Yeah, but yeah, Redcliffe. Redcliffe is right out on the sea from memory, and as you say, if it's going to be them and and like Moreton Bay areas, at least there's a little bit of geographical. Like if they go into that, for example, with Redcliffe, and they say we want to represent coastal southeast Queensland, Brisbane Mm. area, you know that that Redcliffe area. Mm. If they were to say that, look, at least there's a point of differentiation there. I think well, I think my problem is like with with this bid. We'll get through. There's positives. There's positives, right? Redcliffe has got money. Mm-hmm. Redcliffe has got a boutique stadium, which no matter what the next Brisbane team is, they'll play the majority of their games at Suncorp. Redcliffe but- Dolphins have that great little spot because they've got the Leagues Club next mm-hmm. to the ground. They've got that little balcony. You could sit there watch the but game. Maybe they could play three games every year or something. Yep. And that's it. But they have they so have like a Leichhardt. they have got the Leagues Club. They have got the good training facilities. Yep. They uh, have got, as I said, the the uh, the stadium. But it's what the NRL, for mine, and what they are doing, they're looking to create, again, more Brisbane Broncos, more Melbourne Storms, more North Queensland Cowboys, which is, you know, strong supporter bases, clubs that will attract 20-plus a thousand in most of their games. They're not trying to create more Cronulla Sharks. Mm. And Redcliffe feels like, not as bad as Cronulla, but that's not what the game should be aiming to achieve, for mine. And it, I don't want to you know minimise Redcliffe in that regard, but... I do feel like, you know, that's... I don't know if I'm, I'm pro-promoting a small club already. My comparison to that would be, because they already do exist and because mm-hmm. they are, like, such a strong brand in that sort of, like, suburban, in a, in a Brisbane sort of, like, Queensland Cup environment where there are a bunch of teams in, it's in sort of close, close proximity to one another... It's kind of like, to me, when South Melbourne wanted to be included into the A-League. That's a great comparison. And the A-League was just like, no, because that alienates everyone who goes for Melbourne Knights or Green Gully mm-hmm. or they what are some other teams in Victoria? Oakley Cannons, Oakley Cannons Preston Macedonia, some other ones. Okay, but, plenty. The but, point is, there's a lot potential of potential good name for the Bombers bid now, the Brisbane South Melbournes. Yeah. It's also as iconically uh, Brisbane as the Bombers. Not Brisbane Macedonia? No. <laughs> we could do it. Macadamias, maybe. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, as you said, mate, it feels exactly like that kind of thing. And that's what I'm going to say. You can't. Like, they also say well, we want to represent the rest of Brisbane as well. But it's like, no, no, you already represent this. Yeah, You're I, going to I be mean, promoted as this. Who are their rivals? 
well, when you mean Queensland Cup teams, I mean, you yeah. support everyone. Like, there's a few, quite a few Brisbane based teams, a few are dead, yeah. but, you know, there's South Logan, sure. Ipswich Jets. But, like, for example, if, if you're a fan of Ipswich or South Logan, you're not going to turn around and no, lend your support at a first grade level to your, like, a team you've been at war with for decades. Doesn't Correct. Make sense. Like, you're not going to just support Redcliffe Dolphins because they got promoted. No. You're not. You, you might, if you don't, even if you're not a Broncos fan already, you're not going to go jump on them. If you, that, if you know, if you are a rugby league fan in Brisbane, as is, yeah, there's two. They, their 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 um catchment is too small, I think, to be successful. Yeah, and again, the uh, the CEO, sorry, the chairman Bob Jones did say we will be a brand for all of Australia and for Queensland and Southeast Queensland in particular. That's, and that's not how brand identity works. It's not. We're a brand for everyone. It's like, no, you're not. And uh, okay, so here we go. This is some other good works. His strong connection to Queensland public feel towards the Dolphins brand was evident by a marketing study done. Guess when the study was done? Two thousand fifteen years ago, which is, which is you know uh, very relevant to modern day studies. And he says in this study we got a marketing company to do some research, and the Broncos the number one band in Queensland. The Lions were going well at the time of the AFL, and they came in second. And we'd finished ahead of the Bulls, the Reds, and the Basketball Boys, who we can't even remember their name of the Brisbane Bullets. So good yeah. recognition. At the time, we didn't understand how powerful the brand was ourselves. It gave us a lot of confidence, actually. So based on a study 15 years ago, he decided that the Redcliffe Dolphins are now still the third most recognisable brand in Queensland. And as you know, what's happened in that 15 years, let's ignore that the Cowboys have won a premiership, that the Titans now exist. And uh, yeah, they're, didn't they're, the Broncos literally win a premiership the year after this study was? Yes, right. And the year he this, they did the study, the um, the Cowboys made the grand final. Right, <laughs> made the finals for the first time. Okay, but it's a great time to do comparisons. That is already like, mate, this is this is not good. You've got and you've got the Big Bash team in there as well now, who didn't exist at the time, and they'd also be well ahead. You yes. would imagine. The, what, what, you know, the Brisbane boys in the uh, yeah the cricket fellas that's what, they, that's what they officially call them the Brisbane Chris Lins there's their yeah, team name them. good uh, and then he's also said after the Super League the Sydney clubs went away from marketing themselves after suburbs you don't hear Manly Ringa much anymore apparently they had the Seagulls but we're known as the Dolphins that is our brand everyone knows we're Redcliffe and that's where we're training but we're the Dolphins so no, no one calls Manly Manly no apparently not and this is this is very good uh, stuff from this guy. Yeah, this is not feeling anyone confidence in Redcliffe beard, is it? When you listen not. to this, this is the man in charge there. Yeah, it's like yeah, no one's called the the Cronulla Sharks. We often just call them the Sharks. No, in fact, the teams did go to a period where they were called the Sydney Bulldogs. It did not work. Yeah, <laughs> Sydney Sharks. It didn't work. They went. People back. still call them Easts. Yes, not as much, but I never hear them called. I, I'm not being silly. Like they're either ever they're either just called the Roosters or the Chooks whenever anyone talks to me, or like old people and Dale call them Easts. I never hear anyone refer to them as Sydney. Yes. Ever. But it's like most of the other teams he's referring against is like almost all of them are referred to with their location. Everyone calls them Manly. It's very often they got called, like most teams get called by their, Manly, their like, mascot. Manly are the least likely to be called by their mascot. Yeah, in the I was going to say, Manly, when you do, like when you search um, hashtags, for example, it's always Eels, like Eels Manly, for example. It's not uh, Eels Sea Eagles. Like that just doesn't happen. And yeah. and Manly are the most geographically based bid because it's almost all people who live on the northern beaches that support them. Well, another great name for the Brisbane Bombers is actually the Brisbane Manlys because oh. apparently people have forgotten that Manly. I mean, in <laughs> fairness, there is a team in Brisbane yeah, called the Manly. Manly. Yeah, the winner Manly. What, out what there. if we had? What if that was the bid and they liked Manly Warringah? They could be Manly winner Manly Warringah. 
We get look. I'm like, just yeah, spitballing, spitballing here. here. <laughs> the Manly Winham Winham Manly Winger <laughs> Sea Eagle. What is guns. their logo? The Seagulls, but it could be Sea Eagle Gulls. Sea Gulls, Sea Eagles. Look, how are we not in charge of this bit? Yeah, and I think the the biggest thing that the Redcliffe bit have going for them is that Wayne Bennett's behind them, which is like, but again, it's um for the future of the game. I love Wayne, but potentially listen to someone who's not eighty nine years old. You know, and the, and yeah, I, I do agree with like they have got good facilities, but as you say, there's some concerning things there, and you just have the flag, red flags you guys raise about. The identity already being there makes you think like, is that really a strong bit? I know that like they can remain as a strong Queensland Cup team, yeah, and that's who they are, and they can stay there. Like promotion, promoting them just feels like old rugby league, not new rugby league. But like, funnily enough, on um, Brisbane Bombers website, which is terrible but also great, they have a art- article, independent article. Redcliffe NRL team will be destined to fail. First thing. <laughs> They have good SEO. That's the first thing that comes up when you Google uh, Redcliffe NRL bid. And there's an article they've, they've got there, very unbiased. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next bid. Brisbane Firehawks. Is that as bad as the Bombers? Name-wise? Like, at least it's, at least it's individual. It's unique. Uh, Firehawks are a sick animal, uh, and it's, from what I know, fairly close to uniquely Queenslander. Yeah. The, my problem is it would get shortened to the Hawks colloquially, and there's already an AFL team called that. Yeah. yeah. And we don't need alliteration. Like, we're all fine with that. It doesn't need to be alliteration. No, it, it doesn't. Does, it still doesn't sound good to me, though, it does. It doesn't really roll off the tongue, the Brisbane Firehawks, to me. Um, unsh- shockingly, you wouldn't guess the colours of this team. Are they... Are they red? Blue and gold. I was going to I thought it was obviously blue and gold, <laughs> but how can something with fire in the name not be red? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they chose that. So they've, um, they have, they're Brisbane Firehawks coming out of the Eastern Suburbs District Rugby League Football Club there, uh, which is East Tigers, but they obviously couldn't stay the Tigers because of the Tigers' existence. Which is almost forced into a, good, a rebrand, which is a good thing to go to NRL level from East Tigers. But the colours are supposed to be gold, black, and blue, and uh, the blue and gold are chosen as the colours of Brisbane City. And then also the blue apparently also represents Morton Bay, which is Redcliffe's area, and the Brisbane River. So again, they're all doing this thing like actually, but also we're also a team for all of Australia. How can blue represent the Brisbane River? Have you seen the Brisbane River? Yes, <laughs> they've changed the colours to brown. <laughs> Why not? Just pick like a name. Like I know you want a unique name, but unless you can find one that really rolls off the tongue, why don't you just pick like a name that's used in like a bunch of countries that isn't just used here yet? Like why don't you just call your team like the Brisbane Rangers or something like that? Well, like, great one. Like the Western Sydney Wanderers are nailed their name. They really did because name used another exactly not, the same concept. Not used everywhere, but used enough that it was football. It's a football name. It feels like, and you heard that. And you're like, yeah, that's a pretty good name. I mean, oh. God, you don't even need like you don't actually even need to. Go, Commit to a mascot yet, which is the next thing we'll get to. I like, but like, there's teams in England. Yeah, Hull FC is yeah. still a thing. My only issue with that is it, people would just be too dumb. To no, but I'm saying, but right now, yeah, do you have to commit to a dumb? Oh, you name don't have to do it right now. Of? No, and a lot of them have done that. But so, um, a representative from East Tigers, the Brisbane name, Patriots, Brian Torpy. Oh God, no! But they said they chose the Firehawks for a number of reasons. Firstly, the, the Tigers are playing in the NRL. That was an obvious class of mascot names. Secondly. 
After meeting with NRL, exe- NRL execs, we would then advise the Tigers' name was unavailable. Really? What do you think they were going like, to They needed actually, to be told? Actually, it was going to be the West Firehawks <laughs> and the Brisbane Tigers. Secondly, we don't want to use the name in other sporting franchise. We also... Either in Australia or overseas. Oh, okay. So they rule to everyone. Yeah, right. And they want to avoid using an Intrust Super Cup or a New South Canterbury Cup team in addition. We're also conscious of former NRL club names. So I agree with the second part there. You don't want to take another You don't want to name. be the Brisbane Bears or the Brisbane Jets. Exactly right. Unless you were the Bears, which you're not. And then uh, you don't want to take another former... Like, you're not going to... As much as we all like the Crushers... I wouldn't name. hate that one though. But it's, yeah, it's should, so yeah. unique as well. Yeah, it is so unique. Like, should... No other team on earth is called the Crushers, I don't think. So, and they said they finally want to name UK Australian. And the Firehawks ticked that boxes. There's a lot of their, there's a lot of their process after the Tigers part. Like, I agree with that process. I just hate the name. Like, and I do. I agree with you though. It, it, can, it can be a big overseas name. It doesn't have to be the Brisbane Fighting Irish. Yes, I like it. The Brisbane Nittany Lions. Nittany Lions. What is um. What was that? What's that base minor league baseball team with the, the, uh, the Brisbane the, Biscuits? Brisbane Biscuits. Yeah, wow. <laughs> have you seen that one? No, that so they're going to sell Adam Reynolds in their first market. Oh, stop it! <laughs> no, they're they're out. Their mascot is literally like a bread roll because like, that's what they call biscuits. What are the, the Thunder? It's gone. Yeah, basically it's gone. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of good minor league baseball teams. The, uh, Brisbane Isotopes. Get them in. That's a good one. But the, the what's that? The one about the what the carousel? Carousel. Yeah, there's a team named like Thunder something. Yeah, they're they're. I can't remember what the team is, but they're like uh, they're carousel horses. So they have yeah. like their their hat is a carousel horse from memory. Yeah, that's good. So that, that that's one of the best ones as well. But they they're called roll or something or yeah, right, okay. Well, the biscuits are a thing. The biscuits are great. Oh, I mean, the Mo- Rocky Mountain vibe, but maybe the Brisbane the vibe. vibe. The Brisbane vibe. What about the Brisbane Mad Ants? The Mad Ants. <laughs> rumble Ponies. Rumble Pony. Yeah, yeah, okay. And yeah. now if you want to take the Broncos on, is it not being the Fuck. Rumble Pony? <laughs> that would be a direct act of hostility. I would be. I would enjoy it. Yeah. Surely, surely your marquee signing, first marquee signing is Bruce Buffer. Yes, the Rumble Ponies. Get it in there. <laughs> We've done it. Yeah, we've solved the prop. We've solved the bidding process. <laughs> and then the, also like the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. That's good. Not bad. Yeah, the Sod Poodles. Yeah. The <laughs> Bakersfield Jam are one of my favourites. Yeah. Uh, big beer guy, Hillsborough Hops. Nice. Oh, that's a good one. The beers, bringing back Milwaukee beers, the yep. Brisbane beers. Yep. Oh, the there that the Brisbane mangoes done. And they just wear orange, and Forex sponsors everything. They're orange. Sometimes they wear green, and without a season. Yeah. <laughs> They only wear green when they play like in cold climates, so like Manly, New South Wales. And you know who their first coach will be? Mm. Matt Bowen. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, Torpy also said, we don't believe being based in Brisbane. Eastern Suburbs meant the Firehawks not be a team for rugby league fans from other areas of southeast Queensland, which I do agree with, by the way, because they at least they separate in their identity. They're not going to... They, the average fan will not know the Brisbane Firehawks are the East Tigers. They won't know that. And they do have a bit of a larger catch, and if they spread it across, which East Brisbane, we're talking about South East Brisbane, really below the Brisbane we though. We're talking about maybe they can stretch from Winner Manly is it region for NRL, sorry for Queensland Cup, maybe across South Slogans region and claim the South. And I did say earlier, regional doesn't matter that much because again, we all know fans like you don't, you didn't, you weren't born in South Territory, Bungo. No, winning matters the most, but. Mm. I, I, <laughs> No, but I mean, you you, you, you had other ties. I think for a new team, you had other ties, obviously. Yes. But like, I don't know many people in Sydney who support the team that was in their region when they grew up in. But 
you know, it, what they they what I don't like about the regional stuff is when they isolate themselves or try and be more than what they are as well. Like the Redcliffe one is just Redcliffe, but the other ones then say, no, we're a team for everybody. So no, tell me who you're a team for, because you're not all for everybody. You're not all for a team for all of Australia based out of Southeast Queensland. But they're they're not too bad of a thing. They also date they the other one they said they aim to identify and develop Queenslanders, particularly from the southeast area. And they also hope Western Corridor residents will support players from their area and their own team. So yeah, they want to be the other te- Brisbane team. And if it wasn't the Firehawks, I wouldn't wouldn't hate it that much. But I hate the colours. Okay, and the final bid that we have out there, and this is probably the the least financially backed, and also the most split off bid, but still my favourite. <laughs> um, is the Western Corridor NRL bid. And uh, we spoke about this one in the past, but they're looking to build around uh, Arthur Beetson's vision, which he wanted a team in the late thousands around Ipswich, Logan, and Toowoomba region, which is a large stretch of Queensland. And like Logan and Ipswich really don't have anything in common other than being joined by a highway or so, and Toowoomba's a bit further out. But that is a large stretch of rugby league Queensland where a lot of players come from and a really large catchment of players... And they looked would be mostly the base out of Ipswich, but also play out of Suncorp, where everyone else would have to be. Uh, in, in, in the old bid, uh, this is what Arthur Beetson wrote, but the bid's vision and passion for our game and our kids is something to share. All too often I see boys taken from their home and parents' care and uprooted to another Sydney where the game, city where the game became their parents and focus on their lives. Things other than talent decide if boys will make it in the game and dreams are lived or crushed. The Western Corridor people provide kids, in particular from rural areas like my hometown of Rona, the chance of ch- Roma, sorry, with chance of chasing their dreams without having to leave home as boys. I think that part's kind of key. That's what that's one of the differentiating things about the Western Corridor. But I know it'll still be based a lot closer to Sydney, but it's a bit more of a country Brisbane team if it's based an hour of Sydney's west. Sorry, th- Queensland's west. Brisbane's I think west. Brisbane's west. Mm-hmm. I think um I think this is the in my opinion this is the best bid out of the four. It's the one that makes the most sense. Yes, and it has got the least financial backing now, which is obviously a problem. But one, it starts ticking boxes for me. The more we go through the bid, they go through later and they go. We mentioned this when we talked about them a few weeks ago. They they want to have an indigenous name picked by local elders for the team. So they haven't come out with this dumb team name like, hey, we are blue and gold, and we are the Brisbane Bulldogs. We're doing what someone else is doing. We are blue and gold. No, sorry, we couldn't be the Bulldogs, so we're going to be uh, the Suns, or the Brisbane Suns. It's like, no, they thought about it. They're going to let the name be decided. And, a part, and as a part of their bid, they are going to run an Indigenous Academy and run that under Arthur's banner to create a pathway for Indigenous kids based on his knowledge of people. This is from the old thing, by the way, which we're doing a bit successful and involve another Indigenous visionary in Tony Curry. But uh, they want to draw and playing numbers from Toowoomba, Ipswich, and Logan. And then... Uh, in 2016, Brisbane had 100, sorry, 11,000 registered players, and the Western Corridor had 16,000. There's a lot of play, a lot of big region out there. It just it starts ticking boxes. You go through it. Yeah. Redcliffe is not a large rugby league area. 2,800 people registered to play rugby league there. Uh, anyway, I keep going through this bit anyway. The City Council's commissioned KPMG to do a study into the cost of building a stadium at North Ipswich Reserve that mirrored Redcliffe's and have been part of the planning committee for that. And I know the Ipswich Council has already backed in this bid in terms and trying to back it in with a bit of a stadium or something in there, which is interesting. Mm. It do, this this like Western Corridor does remind me a lot of the MacArthur bid for the A League. Yeah, where you've got like they were talking about having an Indigenous academy. Well, they will have an Indigenous academy. Uh, for the like the you know not necessarily run by but run with the local Darawal people 
and it's the same kind of thing that they're talking about with the what is it the Yuggera people up there is the is Toowoomba West Brisbane yeah so it's the same kind of thing like they will potentially choose a indigenous name they'll have indigenous leadership there and it will give they're looking to fish where the fish will be as opposed to fish where the fish are now yeah and because we both know that west like we've spoken about this off mic but like west brisbane from what i know at least is a large growth area and you would assume that toowoomba being the closest regional town to the west of brisbane would be the next like ipswich logan toowoomba that'll be the next higher growth area when yeah like yeah, you know, like, when we have e-learning and shit like that. Yeah, like Logan is is south of Brisbane again, that, but that yeah. Logan and Ipswich are massive growth areas, as you said, and Ipswich is an area that would identify. It's not it's indigenous, but also a lot of islanders have moved there as yeah. well, and it's it is a great rugby league area because it just has people who live there are generally people who like like rugby league. And, me, and you know? Logan is outside Brisbane because it's yeah. not in the Brisbane city. It's not in Brisbane yeah. local government area. So, like, at least, again, you've got a point of difference. But this gives an identity, and you don't have to be from that area to get to like that identity, if you get me. But it, yeah. it starts giving you an identity, and someone else from another part of Brisbane might actually go, you know what? I like what they're doing. I'll jump on that. Not just, yeah. I like on the, I don't like the Dolphins getting promoted. I like the Tigers getting promoted. Yeah. This offers more of that. And they're relying on many other things. They're relying on um, the Brisbane Lions train at Ipswich now, which is good for their training. Yep. They'll, they'll end up using that area. But Brisbane Royal have a ground at Lo- uh, yeah. training facility and, at Logan as well. And uh, they're looking at that. If 2020, sorry, 2032 Brisbane Olympic bid, <laughs> that oh happens, God. they'll get stadiums. I don't think it's going to happen. Though. Yeah, I mean, but still. But uh, it is that stadium, they could build a boutique one out there that could represent another A-League team. There being rumours yeah. of that. And, but mainly, again, out of all these teams, they have to play the majority of the games at Suncorp. That's just part of it. And that's fine. But it'd be good if they had a little boutique stadium again there for three to six games a year. Well, I mean, in like there. three years' time, when this team comes in, Rugby Union will be dead. Just, <laughs> just take that. That's it. Change but, um, the name in the seats. Happy days. I just think that that biz, that bid so far is the best thought out. I know people really disagree because it hasn't got the financial backing, but it's the best thought out as a rugby league identity in club for me. And it's yeah. at least trying to represent something that's not just, hey, we are also Brisbane and get behind us. It seems a lot more like the Wanderers bid than the Western United bid, if you get me. It seems like they're yeah. representing someone who, despite having a like a major rugby league team just down the road might feel underrepresented by by that team and are crying out for a team that they can call their own. And I'm not sure that the other three really do that. I mean, Redcliffe certainly don't do that. Um, so I got distracted links on the TV right now. Um, <laughs> I didn't come back again. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, yeah, I, I just think that apart from the financial stuff, which, you know, can't really... I mean, you know, there'll be people in place to understand that better than we can but the sort of the sort of like face value stuff just looking at the team name their identity what they stand for what they're going to do where they're going to be the colors all that stuff this bit to me stands out above the other three as the one that will bring the most sort of unique flavor to the nrl and really bring something new and different and that's what we want from this i think yep that's it, and, and it is an area that's already got rugby league nursery, which is fine. But at least it gives like a lot of those guys that play for like who come from that region haven't stayed in Brisbane. You know, like Luke Keery's one right now, but like a lot of South Logan players that ended up outside of Brisbane in their, in their time as well. So it would feel like maybe if there's an, a team they feel like represents them more than the Broncos, they might also hang around in the area. So the council has committed to redevelop North Ipswich Reserve Stadium into a 20,000-seat venue if the bid is successful, by the way. So they've already actually um, committed to that, which is good. 
So anyway, I just think, as you said, it feels like it is the the strongest bid. If you cut out the financial backing of it, which sounds dumb saying it, but finances will always come for the winning at Queensland bid. To me, at the moment, it feels like the best bid out of the rest of them. And I know even our, our Queensland Cup listeners disagree with me. You know, I know Pythagorean Arrell and Paul Max who are big passionate guys disagree with me, and I'm happy to have my mind bended over the next six months to a year because there's obviously areas to grow for all those bids. But as it sits, this is the one I put my hat in that ring of. A couple of years ago, I would have probably said someone else, but right now, Western Corridor is the only team that gets me warm and fuzzy when I read about it. It's not just, as you said, not just saying like Western United, oh, well, we're going to be a huge Brisbane team too. It's like, well, Western Wanderers, like, we're a team for this area. And then Western Wanderers are way more than a team for just that area. And, and that was the whole thing about the Wanderers was that they, as you said, they were a team that was, I mean, Sydney, Sydney FC has always been a team for all of Sydney, but like people from Western Sydney don't consider themselves to be from Sydney. They consider mm. themselves to be from Western Sydney. It's just different. And as you say, if you have a team like the Western Corridor bid, for example, mm. you could potentially, like, you, as that region, Logan Ipswich, the, the Western Corridor grows, people will be prouder to say, I'm from Ipswich or I'm from Logan, which are not particularly fantastic areas socioeconomically at the moment. But it will give them a sense of identity as a local region, and that will be fantastic moving forward for the people that have end up, like grow there, grow up there 10, 15, 20, 50 years down the track. Yeah. And uh, interesting as well, like uh, Ben and Chris Walker's son, Sam Walker, is from that area, and he's going to play for a Sydney club because there's no team for him. Brisbane didn't want him there. But yeah. Yeah, I agree with all what you said there, Dale. Like, it just, you make a stronger beard and a stronger. It doesn't, like, again, people from other parts of Brisbane will support them if they're a strong club. And that's, instead of going for me, we are a team for everybody. Western Corridor have gone, this is what we're the, we're the team we're trying to do. Yeah. And then, but people will like that. Like Western Sydney Wanderers, way, fans and Wanderers aren't just in Western Sydney right now. No. Whereas uh, nobody's really behind the Western United. <laughs> no, and again, that's a point that you make about like Western United saying, oh, we're going to have a stadium in the next three to five years. They're building it in Tarnate, which is basically, I don't know, the, the Badgerys Creek of Melbourne would probably yeah. be the easiest way to explain it. But at least people from the Western Corridor, like Lang Park is there. If they really wanted to, they could play at the Athletic Stadium, but like Lang Park is there. Um, they have an option to play there. You're not going to be playing at, you know, like they could play at Club Berghofer for mm. some of their games or something like that. Or the, the Jets Stadium, for example, for preseason or for, for out-of-town teams. Um, but yeah, as I said, at least, at least they're... The potential is there already for them to play their games in a in a stadium that's ready to go. But um, yeah, as, as I said, I, at, at this point, it is all about creating an identity. And if that's the identity that they they're going to create, the point that you were making, Bungard, about um, it would be like bringing in South Melbourne. To me, the whole Redcliffe thing would be like bringing back Newtown. Like, there's nowhere to grow. Redcliffe, you can only grow. Like, I'm obviously I'm not a not a geographer, but like. The space between Brisbane and the sea is already populated. They can't grow at a spectacular rate. Of course, yeah. you can always fill in there, but like that space, as I said, that space around between Toowoomba, Logan, Ipswich, it's a high growth area, and it will be over the coming decades. That's what they've got to think about. They've got to think twenty years in advance. That's it, mate. And then, then that's what I like most about the growth of that. Like not just being another Brisbane team, like the other ones. Anyway, yeah. either way, a few years ago, I would have thought the other Brisbane team had no chance because oh, they're up against the Broncos again. Mm. It's, this is the uh, time to take a chance. Yes, yes. Definitely time to come in. Uh, well, at least, I mean, if there's one positive to come out of this, your Brisbane team won't be in any danger of losing players to a, some kind of expansion draft. Yeah, I mean... Because no one's taken Brisbane players. 
Yeah, I mean, well, you know, in this, by the way, like, it's one thing I want my t- club to be challenged. Is at least yeah. probably shake them up a little and rattle them and make them uh, mm-hmm. maybe reconsider sitting on the heels that they do right now. Anyway, it's, you guys, yeah, anything more to add before we wrap up Brisbane? Not expansion? at this stage, no. no. I'm hoping that, just selfishly, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I, I'm hoping, I just really want them to get this right. I mean, I know it hasn't worked in in the past, but I just feel like at the moment with how professional the like uh, the game is truly in a different place to what it was even when the Titans came in, much less when all those teams came in in the late 90s. I just think whoever comes in now will be set up in a way that they can't really fail unless they ran catastrophically badly. And I think there's too many smart people involved in rugby league now for that to happen. So, very excited. And I do think that's the, um as we mentioned, good, like what we were talking about earlier, the over-expansion with so many teams earlier. People are, are burnt by those bad expansions, the bad ones that happen. That's because they just, so many happen. It's, it's really, this one, almost impossible to fail, especially because of the broadcast element of it. That's it. Okay, before we go, I'm going to thank Patreons I will do. So, patreon.com forward slash NRLBoomRookies. Not BoomRookies, as I said prior, but uh, on BoomRookies. <laughs> uh, special shout out to the guys on the BoomRookie tier and above. That's uh, Jack Snape, Thor Laycock, Jace G, D Fisher, Tom Hardy, Alex Sergicomi, Bird Andrews, Jason, Wayne Ritchie, Simo Ali, Ty, Warwick Ahern, Roxanne Clark, Michael Murray, Carlo Tyshen, Matty McPee, Chris Avenel, Dan Cullinane, and Dave. We love all of you. We do. Um, anything else to say before we head off, fellas? I'm good. All right. Uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, please give us a review on iTunes if you want to donate to our patrons at patreon.com forward slash NRLBoomRookies. And thank you all again for listening. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. Say goodbye, Dale. Ta-ta. And it's goodbye from me.